They say what's done in Vegas stays in Vegas. And if that's your attitude, it can, unless it's the cold or the flu uh, or the crud. Uh, any of which uh, Tony Katz has one of those three. But the trip to the Premium Cigar Association trade show uh, in Las Vegas was epic. So since it was an epic trip, why not smoke an epic cigar? And I'm going with the Maduro. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Fingers Malloy along with Tony Katz. Is that really the way you started? Because I, lo- I lose my voice in Vegas. And you start with a dad joke? This is, this is what we've become? You've never dad joked on this show? No, I'm a professional. I care about Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation. Oh, do anything you want. Vegas kicked my ass. So uh, this is the way it's going to go today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tony's cranky. He's, uh, he's, he's got a cold, right? It- I'm going with cold, right? Flu would mean like body aches and stuff like that, really feverish. None of that, but yeah. like lost the voice, as, as you can hear, kind of a, a, head, a head cold thing. You, you know I'm not feeling good when I'm not smoking the cigar, and I love Epic. I don't like Epic. I love Epic. The Epic 10 is the first cigar of their brand that I ever smoked. It was for their 10-year anniversary. Absolutely stellar. I should have bought the box. It was my mistake. Uh, Dean Parsons, who who runs Epic, who then combined with the guys over at Xander Gregg, which is a distribution house. They have the Nat Chico cigar, which is also a lovely smoke. But what they're doing, and we got a chance to, to talk with Dean and his whole story about being a cop in Canada and it's just so freaking cool how people end up in cigars. Oh, did I mention I have a cold? I got to lay down. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I got so, so excited. We're, we're going to get uh, some oxygen for Tony uh, as he leans back. But So he's not going to be doing uh, a typical cigar review that we do on Eat, Drink, Smoke. This is the Epic Maduro. Uh, I'm doing the Robusto, which, Tony, that means it's five and a half inches long. <laughs> Wait, is that how it's done? <laughs> I've only been doing it with you for three years. It's a five and a half by 52. So the, the 52 is the ring gauge. Uh, it's 52. That means how uh, thick it is around. Ha ha. Oh, we should, really should listen to each other. Yeah, it's it's true. Well, so it's a five and a half by 52. <laughs> and uh, I just lit this. I'm only in the first third. And I'm getting some pepper notes, uh, some, some cocoa. Uh, there's a little bit of... Uh, uh, a sweetness there that I can't put my finger on, but it's a nice dark wrapper. It's something that you would expect uh, a Maduro to look like. Uh, the, the the wrapper's also uh, a touch oily, uh, but it's it's very, very uh, pleasant to smoke. The the burn is even at this point. Uh, good, pleasant smoke coming off of the stick, it's a, Tony. It's a sexy, sexy cigar. I mean, the, the way it... That Maduro wrapper, which is really more to the black than it is to the brown. Sometimes it's brown and it's kind of mottled or, or, or marbled black. This this goes the opposite way. And it does have the right amount of oil on it. It's not the slickest cigar fingers that we've, yeah. we, we've ever smoked. But just the whole line, I mean, we're going to be getting into later this year. He's got a Corojo uh, a wrapper that, that we're going to smoke. Um, just an, Just a really solid... Construction and by the way, that Epic Ten was a, con- a collaboration with AJ Fernandez. Uh, that that was terrific. But I, I like what what Dean does, and I like uh, how this cigar comes out. I like how it smokes. I like how it feels in the hand. I think it's just it's just 
it's the, the classic Robusto size, but with just a touch of heft. Yes, and uh, this is probably, I'm looking at about what, Tony? I would say a 60-minute smoke. You, a 60-minute smoke. A, a rational, normal person, 75 to 80 minutes. So that's what I'm smoking. You. Epic Maduro Robusto. Uh, but we have a lot of fun things that we're going to be sharing with you over the ne- really over the next several weeks, maybe into months. I mean, we talked to so many people, Tony. And by we, I mean you. I was holding the camera, and I'm fine with that. You did fine work. Thank you. I appreciate and that's that. That's how I lost the voice. Uh, we have 24 interviews we did uh, with, with cigar manufacturers, never mind, with some uh, retailers and, and, and some other people. It was a really good crowd. And, and we're not going to focus just on cigars. We've got a lot of other things uh, to, to, to get to. Holy cow. Housing prices, housing sales. Uh, uh, that's going to change people's lives. If, if you haven't bought your house already, yeah, it's over. It's over. You're, you're never, never going to be able to do it uh, uh, again. Um, but what we got into was we learned some things about supply chain issues that I didn't know were the issue. And then some, I mean, it got crazy in some of these conversations. We got led by manufacturers into political conversations about immigration. Going to blow your mind. Going to blow your mind. I mean, we may not get to it all today, but we'll get to it in weeks ahead. We have already picked out 30 cigars to review for the rest of this uh, year, from, from, from July to, 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 to June. We've already picked out 30 and we've got so many more to go through. Yeah, I believe at one point we had uh, 120 cigars apiece, maybe more than that now. So you're going to be able to catch so many reviews uh, over at eatdrinksmokeshow.com, not only on uh, this radio program and the podcast, but also we're going to be sharing uh, our smoking experience uh, you know, on, on Instagram and uh, you know the Twitters, the whole nine yards. But you could catch all of that over at eatdrinksmokeshow.com show.com the thing that was really interesting tony you know last year at the premium cigar association trade show uh the the talk behind the scenes uh you know a lot of people wanted to to not necessarily say it on uh on the record was uh they were worried about the the cigar boom the the balloon uh eventually bursting and uh that didn't seem to be the theme this year so much as just the inflation issue and not just about uh, how people are going to have to raise their prices. The manufacturers are going to have to raise their prices, but the, the shrinking discretionary income that people have, maybe the first thing they're going to look to cut back on is, is cigars. It is a triple whammy of the consumer, of the retailer, and the, where the manufacturer is getting squozen. Now, you're right. There was no despair in the room. I, n- not a single ounce of it. But you can tell this wasn't everybody saying it is nothing but clear skies ahead to a manufacturer. And, you know, I'm not saying that they all gave us the straight scoop. They all said they wrote more business in terms of uh, stores buying than last year. And they thought last year was tremendous, but there were more people there this year. I think part of that is people worried that if they don't place orders, there will be nothing to get. Yeah. So I think that if you really break down that retailer, there was some panic buying. You can actually relate this to Amazon Prime Day, which did 300 million packages, items, 300 million items sold in, in two days. Does that make sense to anybody? 
No, I, it, it only makes sense if you were buying now for Christmas and doing the thing that we've been suggesting. Well, yeah, it, it definitely. When it comes to Christmas gifts, if you can afford them, you, you may as well get them now because you don't know what the supply chain issues, uh, you know, the, the havoc that's going to be created by those issues. I'm smoking the Epic Maduro. Is it in your humidor for $8 a stick? Absolutely. It's in my humidor for $8 a stick. Smoking great. Like I said, nice, even burn, a little bit of pepper, uh, some cocoa. Very enjoyable. And we have so many more reviews to get to. Find them all over at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. One of the first people we spoke to at the PCA show was Michael Herklotz of Ferry Otago. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, Tony Katz, and Fingers Malloy. A really interesting guy who has built a brand and brought a brand Back to life. Listen. Michael Herklotz. What's up? Right here. Ferry Otago, and you know the name. I mean, you are a bit of name a bit in of this name. world. Oh, that's very I would kind. say a bit of name. Very kind of you. I'm, Thank I'm, you. I, I don't know if he's going to be annoyed by that I'll or, take or it, not. Bro. I'll take it. I'll it's, take it. It's been a launch of almost a year for Ferry Otago. Of course, people know your history with Nat Sherman, and then you took that line, the timeless Right, and and some of those other ones were actually smoking the Sterling right here, uh, Timeless, Prestige which is, here, uh, and uh, Robusto here. Uh, how has it been in a world of COVID launching a new cigar? Well, you know, I just can't think of a better time to take a real, like, full-on life risk than in the middle of a pandemic that won't end. Right. You know, I mean, that sounds really good, and not just to start a small cigar business, family-owned, but then to buy legacy brands and try and prop those up too that to me is just sheer brilliance oh, at, its, at its finest no man you are the warren buffett it, of cigars it um it's been incredible man uh we were here one year ago um in a booth like this with no cigars right. no price lists no samples absolutely nothing but uh a concept and stories and hugs that's all we had um, and so now we started shipping in, in October, so we've just completed nine months in market. And today, we're back here with nine blends in market, all four of the Timeless blends that you mentioned, all five of the Metropolitan blends. That's 42 unique cigars, plus uh, our second release of the Ferriotego flagships, the Elegancia and Generoso. The 2021 we were sold in October, that's sold out. Now the 22s we just dropped, and we're celebrating 10 years of the Timeless blend, uh, brand. Right. So we're going to launch uh, the Timeless 10 years here. So that's a, that's a it's a it's a crazy amount of stuff in a reasonably short amount of time, but it's been incredible. So it's a weird thing that you are a, a guy who has a name and a guy who has built a brand in your own brand. You worked with a major brand. Now you start fresh. So are you the new guy on the block, or are you guy? Are you a guy with a pedigree that people are like, you know what? That's somebody I'm willing to take a shot on in my shop. Yeah, I, I don't know how to answer the question. You would have to go ask people in the right. in the place. I, whatever it is, it's unique to us, and um, our story, this Ferriotego story, is just it's a completely unique, inimitable story. So I'm. Now 23 years, 24 years. Um, You're only this, 24 years old. It's strange. Look isn't at it? you. Right, I walked Look out of my that. mother's womb and started selling. That's moisturizing. Uh, but it's it's um, you know in in some ways this is year 24. In in other year in other ways this is nine months and we're we're brand new and and that is the sort of identity crisis that I've struggled with to be perfectly honest with you, um, but. 
whatever it is, identity crisis or not, it's what makes our story so authentic and it's, it's what makes it unique. And thank God, um, having 20 years, having nine years with Nat Sherman, being behind these blends and creating them the mm-hmm. first time, I think there is um, that history and, and proven trustworthiness that I was able to demonstrate over those nine years with Nat Sherman that that lends itself to the authenticity of Ferry Otego moving forward. One of the things about Ferry Otego, you talk about having the second release of the Elegancia uh, and uh, Richard Payton, uh, Cigar Sommelier at Blend Bar Cigar, where we record Eat, Drink, Smoke, has talked about that being really just a wonderful iteration, hitting it right on the head. You, you just came out with it. You've now come out with another version of it. What what do you, as, as a blender, what are, you, what are you saying to yourself where you're like, you know what, I like what I did, but I could have done it better. What hit you to do different? Well, first, so I'm an artist. I'm a drummer. We are paralyzed with exactly that thing. Every time you create something, it's hard enough to, to just decide that it's ready to go. And then as soon as you put it out, you record a song, you do an album, whatever, you paint the picture, immediately you're looking at what you could have done better and different that is the curse of an artist I hear you. Um, so with Ferry Otego what we have done with this project is to allow ourselves every year to release it again and tweak not to make it completely different I'm not going from jazz to heavy metal mm-hmm. it's it's basically re-recording the same song so to a consumer to a listener they may not notice a difference because it's their favorite song and they listen to it all the time but it's kind of remastering it every year a little tweak a little fine tune now at the end of the day Elegancia tastes like Elegancia Generoso will taste like Generoso those experiences and styles are are firm right but it, it provides a little bit of creative license whereas with with core like Sterling and Prestige for example that we're having every production is blended to the last production. So even though all the tobaccos are changing, the experience must be replicated. With Elegancia and Generoso, we're not blending to the last production. We're blending to this production. And so that's because it. it's newer, you got a little more leeway to get into some uh, some jazz. It's it's a it's an opportunity to 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 do it again, as opposed to. Replicate, 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 replicate. Cigars got huge because of COVID. People had more expendable income in a lot of ways. They weren't in in dealing with commutes. They had more free time. We saw smoking go up. We saw the industry move up. What is the take looking at the industry going into the rest of 22 and throughout 23? I think the industry is, is in great shape for a few reasons. The most recent of which, obviously, is, is um, this ruling by Judge Mehta clearly in favor of the premium cigar industry recognizing that premium cigars are different. Right, so this was the FDA actually getting slapped down on the deeming rule, stepping well about or outside of their own authority and actually engaging in a bit of manipulation uh, of data. It was a very strong ruling for cigars that allows really you guys to move forward with new blends, new thoughts, new ideas. We have spent since 2016 really um, not knowing the rules. Right. Always with always subject to the this idea of fear and the unknown. And it's very difficult to grow a business when you don't know what's coming around the corner. Now I think we have um, for the first time in in almost a decade, I think we have a sense of a playbook. 
Right. We know what we can do. We know what we can't do. And so let's start growing and getting back to business. So that's a huge win for the industry. Um, I also think when you look at the boom and what occurred during COVID, it was not the same as the boom that occurred in the 90s. We're a much more disciplined, sophisticated industry compared to where we were in the 90s. So we were able to navigate that boom, I think, in a much more meaningful way, maintain quality, deal with stockouts as opposed to putting out garbage. Um, so I think that was a big win for our industry. But the thing that I'm most excited about, so I'm, I'm in New Jersey, New York, Northeast Metropolitan. When COVID first hit in March, consumption plummeted. Respiratory illness, and people just said, forget it, I'm not smoking. But things started warming up, and they were still home, and they said, you know what, I'm going to smoke a little more. And so consumption patterns changed because most professionals who were going to work every day, they built their consumption around where they worked. But now they worked where they lived, and so you had this new consumption pattern. Then the, the, the stay-home orders kept going, but it continued to get colder. So if I look back in 2019, I can think of three dad buddies of mine that had a heater outside. Right. But everyone else didn't. I can't think of anyone that does not have heat outside. Right. That has fundamentally changed consumption. And so now there are these opportunities where people can enjoy a premium cigar in their new uh, converted garage, in their new man shed, in their basement. Like people found ways to consume at home. And so even though they're migrating back to their favorite stores and favorite lounges, the fact that we have the ability to consume at home is going to maintain a certain increased level of consumption and volume, which can only be awesome for our industry. It is. Mike or Here, Where do people find you? Share, share that info. Yeah, please. You can follow us at Ferriotego on Instagram and Facebook and Ferriotego Cigars uh, on Twitter and Michael Herklotz on all platforms. And thank you for your support. And I, we're, we're super grateful. H-E-R-K-L-O-T-S. That's, That's it. Herklotz. You Herklotz. Gotta, that's something you got to spell. It's like that. Good you name. Gotta, every single time. Eat, drink, smoke, nation has questions. And when they have questions, Tony and Fingers, we have answers. Welcome back. It's Eat, Drink, oh, Smoke. Look at us. Yeah. He's Tony Katz. I'm Fingers Malloy. Tony's feeling under the weather. Uh, I don't know what. I, I'm just going to go with head cold that took my voice. Yeah. You know, that that's it. Because, I mean, other than that, I feel fine. I could just sleep for all the days. And most of the nights. Well, so I am playing quarterback today because Tony, you know, he does six hours of radio in Indianapolis and he's already talked for six hours and his voice needed a little bit of a break. Uh, I'm smoking the Epic Maduro and really enjoying it. I'm already into the second, third, Tony. Uh, you the, go so quick. I know. I know. Why? It's Give just, yourself a chance to fall in love, son. I am in love, and it's it's a, a great stick. It's got the, the the pepper I was talking about, a little bit of cocoa. Uh, I'm drinking coffee with it. Pairs wonderfully with coffee. Uh, feels great in the hand. Look at that even burn, Tony. Yep, I am smoking it rather quickly, but uh, I haven't obviously I haven't had to touch it up much because I'm smoking. Uh, Quite quickly. Well, you're, you're also smoking for two. I that's am, true. I am so bothered by this cold that I'm actually not doing a cigar. And you know, if I'm not doing a cigar, it's it's pretty rough, guys. It's it's pretty rough indeed. Yes. So the Epic Maduro also has a Cameroon binder combined with Dominican and Nicaraguan 
fillers. You are a big fan of Epic. Uh, yeah. I am becoming a big fan of Epic. And at $9 a stick, it's definitely in my yeah, humidor. Eight, eight to nine bucks, depending on, on, on where you go. And for Robusto, I think you're you're in a really, really good spot. And I think that it's it does hit the flavors, right? You can do it with coffee. You can do it. Um, with 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 a, with a big bold bourbon, you can do it with with a rum. I think you can play uh, that cigar with. So uh, I'm a fan. I like what Epic is all about. I'm gonna keep smoking. Yeah, and we'll talk more about Epic and all the other cigars uh, that we picked up at the Premium Cigar Association trade show. You can check out all of the reviews over at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. And we always encourage people. To send us questions, and we got a question on we did yes on our Twitter account Ooh. at Go Eat Drink Smoke. It's from None of Damn Business. Oh, well, that's aggressive. <laughs> the question is, Tony, what's a good? I mean, be- that's an aggressive name. Nunya. It's Nunya. Nunya. I pa- That's not Nunya. It's Nunya just Nunya Damn Business. Uh, Tony, what's a good beginner's guide to cigars that folks should perhaps? look at or watch something that covers pre-smoked cigar prep, the different kinds of cigars, different blends, proper storage, etc. This is this is not there's no panacea. There's no one thing that I could point to that's going to exist that's going to 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 give you everything that 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 you need. I mean, maybe that's something for us to to create for people. You know, and and a, and a video series to uh, to make, you know, uh, 10 steps to having the perfect cigar at home. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can see doing something like that, but there's no such thing as a perfect 10 steps. You know, there's no such thing as a perfect humidor. Uh, on me, I have two 100 count humidors. It's not enough. I'm actually looking for humidor furniture. I'm making an investment that's quite huge. Uh, a lighter, do I have to spend $500 on a lighter or $5 on a lighter like you have from Walgreens? Yes. You know, uh, do do I want my humidification at 72% or at 68%? Or do I like it a little drier or, or a little more uh, moist? You know, th- th- there are certainly standards, but there's no there's no rules. There's, there, there isn't. There are these guides, there are these ideas, these thoughts, these theories. Once you get past that, you got to figure it out for your damn self, none your damn business. <laughs> My advice is to start small. I, don't go out and buy yourself a 100-stick humidor. Don't go buy the most expensive lighter that you can get your hands on, the most expensive cutter, uh, because you may find... Uh, you're really enthusiastic about this early on, but your uh, passion may wane, and then you you're gonna look over and see, wow, I've got a hundred stick humidor, and there aren't any cigars in it. I I I, I object. You got to start with some things that fit your need and have some quality. If you start with cheap ass lighters that really don't work, if you start with cheap ass. <gasps> No, no. Your big blue works. It was a five dollar lighter at Walgreens. It's it's stunning. Um, he's had it for a year. It it works. Uh, if you start with a cheap cutter that doesn't have the proper blade, that doesn't have the proper action, and you're not getting a clean cut, you're going to be disappointed and you're going to give up. So there are things where investment matters, but it doesn't have to be investment into the hundreds of millions of dollars you know you don't have to play that game well no but i would start with a canister humidor would you i mean i would go out and buy a like huge a cigar jar yeah something like that uh but the 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 main thing that i i believe you want to do 
is check your ego at the door. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Go to your local cigar shop and, and, and tell them you're a beginner. Let Tell them what uh, you're, you're looking for as far as a flavor profile for a cigar and let them walk you through the steps. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Everyone was a beginner at one time. There, there aren't any stupid questions. They're used to uh, answering questions from people who are not experienced. They want to help you. They, they aren't going to mock you. They aren't going to send you away feeling dumb. They want you to be a part of this community and this lifestyle. Not much is true. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. They want you to be able to enjoy. Um, uh, it, it's just that you can't say, well, I'm just starting, so let me start here. Meaning if, if you got to at least get some levels of quality in, in the things. Now, Cigar Jar is... Um, you know how people have on their kitchen uh, counter uh, they keep pasta in it. And it's got a little latch and mm-hmm. and uh, it seals. Got a little, that that actually works as a humidor. And some of them have a, a puck right for humidification. That's how I started. And I thought it was a, a great way uh, to start into into humidors. Um, if you take a look at some of the online retailers and they always have a deal where you get a humidor, I'm less of a fan as I have seen what those humidors. Are, are all about. I don't think I don't think you are going to be happy with the result. I completely agree with you. I did go to an online retailer and I got one of those deals that you'll see maybe on Groupon where you, oh, we'll send you uh, twenty different cigars and uh, a humidor. Uh, that humidor just did not meet the the quality standards that I hoped it would. But you know, also you get what you pay for. I didn't spend a lot of money on it. Uh, but you, you definitely, uh, to, to me, I think the jar is, is the way to go if you're going to start out. Uh, but if you do get one of those humidors that, uh, are, are, are part of those online deals, you really have to make sure you season it properly. Oh yeah. You're talking about like how you add distilled water, how you got to make sure it's, it's absorbed all of it in before you start putting uh, cigars in there. Again, a reason to go to a tobacconist. That's where you start. You start at a shop. You don't start online. You start at a shop where you can build a relationship, where you can feel comfortable asking the questions. I, I think that's, that's absolutely true. That's probably the first truth, the, the, the first step to all of it. Man, my voice is crap. Well, I'll tell you what's not crap. This epic Maduro Robusto I'm smoking right now, $9 a stick. I'm already halfway through it. Really enjoying it. it at $9 a stick, I think it's definitely something that should be in your humidor. You know what I'm wearing in Vegas? I'm wearing my my pillow slippers. That's my plan because they can work indoors or outdoors. In the casino, outside the casino, standing in line for a hot dog, you will love your my pillow slippers. Two years to develop the exclusive four-tier cushioning system with the patented fill from my pillow, the comfort memory foam, the patented impact gel, the indoor-outdoor sole, so you can wear it in or out all day long. Quality leather suede. It's got so many colors and styles to it machine washable and a 60 day money back guarantee a one year limited warranty regularly 139.98 you can get your my pillow slippers for 49.98 mypillow.com slash tony mypillow.com slash tony get the my pillow slippers the my slippers at only 49.98 and while you're there take advantage of the deep discounts on all the my pillow products the buy one get one extravaganza on bed sheets the my pillows and more visit mypillow.com slash tony for the most comfortable slippers you will ever own, mypillow.com slash Tony. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, 
The Bourbon Reader You've Always Needed is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. We're back from Las Vegas, and it was a fantastic trip. Well, it was fantastic for me. Fingers Malloy. Tony Katz is sick. They took my voice. They took my money. But they will never take my freedom. I've been often called the Mel Gibson of my time. Was that from Porky's too? That that actually was from Tron. So we're back home again in Indiana, <laughs> and since we're back home, we thought to ourselves, uh, selves, uh, Tony's not going to drink, but Fingers should drink something. And if he's going to drink something, he's going to drink something from Indiana, and it's the Taxman Brewing Company qualified quadruple coffee vanilla ale. Tea, drink smoke. I'm Fingers Malloy. He's Tony Katz, and uh, like I feel bad for you, man. I mean, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I don't have the flu. It's just a, it's just a cold. You know, I thought I was going to have some chest congestion. I really don't. It's all in the nose. It's all in the head. But I went right for the voice. You know, the thing I make a living with, right for uh, the the voice. And you know, it's got to be bad. I'm not drinking, and I really do enjoy. Uh, this beer, and there are a lot of local breweries near where you live that engage this kind of coffee vanilla uh, mix. And I'm not smoking a cigar, and you're smoking uh, the Epic Maduro, and I freaking love Epic cigars. That's how bad it is. And I'm doing both of these right in front of you, and I, I don't feel good about it, Tony. Yes, you do. But it's it's for Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation. Now, Taxman Brewing Company, the coffee vanilla qualified, it's a quadruple ale with coffee and vanilla, uh, 9.5% Alcohol by volume. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I, am I supposed to applaud that? Yes. I'm not sure. Yes, that's that's how it goes. I'm drinking it right out of the can, ladies and gentlemen, because why not? I'm not going to pour it into a glass. Yeah, so so Fingers and I often discuss the fact that, uh, God bless you IPA people, we just think that you're terrible. <laughs> I mean, Fingers on the flight out to Vegas had an IPA, because he figured he wouldn't drink it too fast. He would just sip it. He didn't even finish it. And we <laughs> had one true. of those tickets that gave us the free drinks. So it was the free drink coupon. Right. And he didn't finish the IPA. I don't understand the fascination with IPAs, uh, the India Pale Ales. I don't understand the love. I don't know why there's 42 of them on tap. And then there's maybe one other beer. It's it's nonsense. It's funny. We were out in Vegas, and I talked to a lounge owner out there, and she said, you need to come out. Uh, it was in Florida. I, I believe uh, we have an interview uh, of her uh, over at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. It'll be up there soon. And she said, uh, we have 27 beers on tap. And I stopped her. I said, listen, please tell me that 26 of them are not IPAs. And she gave me a blank stare. That's the best. That is the absolute best. It drives us crazy, but we're not here uh, to tell you what to do. By the way, a quadruple. Sometimes you'll see a, a, a triple or a triple, T-R-I-P-E-L. They'll say it. This is inspired by um, uh, Belgian uh, kind of kind of ale, sometimes referred to as uh, Trappist ales. Triples are, are reserved for beers that are above 9%. A quadruple would be a 10% alcohol by volume. So it's a 9.5%, so they're cheating it uh, a little bit. Just how Belgian beer, as as far as I know, that's why it, it's named these certain things. But we do, both you and I, Fingers, we, we tend to something that's thick, something that's hearty, something that almost has a chew to it, and and a little bit of flavor. You know, uh, that coffee and vanilla, that's, that's like a perfect, even in summer, 
I mean, we're sitting outside right now doing the show. It just works perfectly every time. Yeah, and, and for the summer especially, you know, this is a nail. So it's it's going to be a little lighter than a porter or a stout, but still have that, that flavor profile that a lot of stouts or porters will have when you gravitate toward a coffee or, or vanilla. You'll see a lot of coffee vanilla porters or coffee vanilla stout. Uh, Taxman Brewing Company, they're, they're going with uh, an ale here, and it, it does smell like an ale and wow on, on the nose and i you know we're gonna well i'm going to do this uh like we would a bourbon uh you know on the nose you can definitely i'm not getting the coffee but that vanilla is definitely there and what i like about this too is it is it's uh much darker than a typical ale so i'm fooling myself uh, into thinking that this is a porter right. uh, but uh on the nose it's it it's definitely delightful okay i'm should i ask yeah Fingers below, you ready to you ready for this? Uh, Tony, I've been ready for this all day. Uh, he's it's a beer. He doesn't do it neat, but he does do it. Taxman Brewing is the name of it. You probably have a local brewery that you love as well. Their coffee vanilla qualified is what they call it. Nine and a half percent alcohol by volume. Uh, what are you getting on that big boy? Uh, exactly what they say it's going to be. You get that coffee. You get that vanilla. A little bit more vanilla than coffee, uh, which surprises because i'm i was drinking coffee up to this point so i figured i would just automatically gravitate toward the coffee in this ale it's a very creamy ale uh but yet there's a crispness there to it as well uh it does not you know sometimes when you have uh an ale or uh you know a lot of times stouts will get into the nine and a half percent uh abv and you can kind of you're like oh the alcohol you could definitely taste it you're not getting this um, on the tax, man. Uh, it's it's very good for the the back deck on a hot day. I know a lot of people I talk to when I say I really like stout, I really like porter. They say, oh, it fills me up. Uh, but I, I kind of like that profile. Uh, I, I don't know if I would want more than one. I could see sitting on the back deck on a hot summer day and having more than one of these. Because of the Christmas, oh, I'm shocked available. that you can have more than it's, one. Yeah, it's 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 lighter than a, a porter. It's lighter than a stout, but it has some of those flavor profiles that you would get from a porter and a stout. Uh, I'm definitely enjoying this. The Taxman Brewing Company Coffee Vanilla Qualified Quadruple Ale with coffee and vanilla. I was trying to figure out um, how much this is. Very often, with these more custom crafted beers, they're sold as four packs, not six packs. And sometimes they're going for like two fifty a beer, mm-hmm. right? It's ten dollar four pack. Is that too much for you? A ten dollar four pack? No, it is not. You know, it's funny. As you get older, maybe this wasn't your mindset, Tony. But you know, when I was in my early twenties, it was get me the the, the case of beer, and uh, you know, I, I'm not going to pay a lot of money for it. But as you get older and you have a little bit more money in your pocket. You maybe will start gravitating more towards quality than quantity. Uh, so, uh, to me, uh, a ten pack or a four pack for ten dollars, yeah, I would definitely pay that, especially for something like this. I'm look, I'm only going to sit and have two or three on my back deck. This is wonderful for see that. two or three. Now we're getting a little more honest. Have one on the back deck, you liar! I didn't say. I said two or I'm three. I'm just making sure we all understand who you are. Oh, we we understand the kind of man you are. When you take time to be on the back deck, you're taking all the time. And just like when we were in Vegas, uh, when we hung out and played uh, video poker, and we have a great video poker story. That's a tease. 
in the in the radio business. That's is that what they what call that it. Is? Yeah, we have Who a great knows? Tony Katz video poker story that we're going to get Fingers to a little bit later. Fingers me out of so much money, it's not even t- worth talking about. It's not okay. At least he doesn't sound bitter about you it. You screwed me out of over a grand. You screwed me. I, I you know, I wasn't going to bring it up, but but you want to do this? Okay. Well, we I'll go have- down. I'll go down the primrose path. Oh no no, I'll talk about this all day. You fingers, Tiberius, Horatio Malloy. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the ratio part. Ratio, yeah. Screwed me out of over a thousand dollars. True or false? False. Liar. It's a tax man brewing company. Coffee, vanilla, qualified quadruple ale with coffee and vanilla. If it's two dollars and fifty cents a can, I'm in. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, your cigar, bourbon, foodie, entertainment, radio extravaganza. I'm Fingers Malloy. He's Tony Katz. You're saying, why is, why is Fingers leading this segment? Well, Tony is sick. It's just a cold. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> it's all, it's all, oh, man, it is. It is a cold that is just punching me directly about the head and neck repeatedly. It's just, it, I don't want this for anybody. And before anybody asks, no aches. No fever, just a cold. You can taste everything. You oh, you mean did I, did, I, did I lose taste like like COVID? No, no. Uh, th- there is a new variant, right? This is it's pretty fascinating uh, how it's spreading because I've I've had some doctors say to me locally they're seeing some kids get it, which is usually not the case. But they're not seeing hospitalizations and deaths, right? That's not what they're 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 seeing at all. And and I just I really do hope everybody gets this idea that. Man, COVID will be with us for the rest of our lives and the rest of our kids' lives. It's here. But not everything is COVID. This is a good old-fashioned cold. Yeah, and I mean, we can get into this. I don't know if we were really going to talk about it all that much, but the, the way the media is reporting this new variant, it, it's it's troubling because it seems like we're, we're, we're seeing the media once again trying to scare everyone. It does seem like this new variant is, is very contagious, which we've been told is going to happen. As, as these new variants come, they'll be more contagious but they aren't attacking the lungs and they're, they're less serious and you're seeing less hospitalizations um, from this new variant than we originally uh, saw from COVID-19. So uh, just try to keep calm. And, it, you know, in your case, uh, you don't have it, but everyone panics, right? When they hear that someone is sick, they've got a head cold, uh, you know, immediately now we've kind of been conditioned to, to start worrying. Oh, does, does he have covid uh, but no, he, but l- listen, I don't use the word hero very often, ladies and gentlemen, but Tony Katz is muscling through this show in, in a way where I want to use the word hero. That's, that's, I think that's absolutely accurate. Absolutely accurate and, uh, and completely right. But it's time, Fingers Malloy, for news of the week. Well, Tony, uh, there is a new scam uh, that's plaguing restaurants nationwide, according to takeout.com. Uh, and this this is very interesting because there's I, I don't know how you can combat this as a restaurant owner. Um, your favorite restaurant may be getting slammed with bad ratings, and it's likely not about the food. People are uh, going to places uh, you know like Yelp and Google for reviews. Uh, I know I often do that. Uh, to check out if, if I'm in a town like Las Vegas and I'm, I'm looking for somewhere to eat, uh, you know, I may check Yelp or I may check Google. Uh, people are slamming restaurants for bad reviews and then hitting the restaurants up and saying, hey, you know how you can improve uh, that review? Uh, send me send me some some scratch. 
send me some green, or in this case, uh, gift cards, uh, Google Play digital gift cards, and, and maybe I'll change my review. And this is starting to become a trend, a troubling trend, and restaurants, uh, they really don't know how to handle it. I, I will tell you that this is a, a very important story for us to talk about because it's a reminder that we should never trust a restaurant review again on one of these sites. You can't trust Yelp. You can't trust Google reviews. It's no way to treat a restaurant. They can't do the job. They should take them down. It's done. It's over. You can't be trusted. South Park proved it years ago with an episode that I can't even talk about on air. And, and that's all there is to it. What a, what a garbage thing to do to a local restaurant. I've, I would put out ads uh, that say, find this person and I'll give you the money. Yeah. Right? Send it right back on them. But don't, don't pay any attention to online reviews. Go try places. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's hard to trust any of these reviews, even on, on Amazon or uh, you know the restaurants, uh, especially because you think about it. If you have a decent meal, not a spectacular meal, but just say a decent meal uh, at a restaurant, are you motivated to go to Yelp or uh, Google and, and leave a review? Uh, chances are it has to be a spectacular experience before you may say to yourself, oh, you know, I really should leave a review. But if you had an awful experience, <laughs> you're much more motivated to go to one of these sites and say uh, the, the the service was terrible, the food was terrible. So there, there often has to be a curve anyway, I believe, when you look at these sites. Well, now we're finding out that there are some bad players out there, some bad actors that are going and, and trying to uh, influence uh, or, or, or extort these restaurants. It's extortion. That's the right word. And uh, you, you really, you really can't trust them. And that that's a real shame because uh, it's one of those things where you 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 want to be able to get an idea of what food is like uh, by going to these sites, but now it, it just can't be trusted because it's open to the general public. Next. Norm McDonald received three Emmy nominations for uh, his Netflix special. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it? I've been a little busy. <laughs> Isn't that the only excuse? Uh, I've been a little bit. I've had a cold. Oh. Is that, is, is this, that okay, he, this, this is killing me, okay? Because, you know, uh, I, I, I think I could speak for you here, and I'm going to, because um, today you're trying to be a man of few words because you're sick. Uh, but you are, uh, as am I, a, a huge Norm MacDonald fan. Huge. And uh, we were, well, we found out that the special uh, was coming out. It was, it, I, for me, uh, I was like, oh, oh it's, gonna, it's coming out in a week. It's coming out in three days. Tony, you going to watch it? You going to watch it? Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait to see it. And, and now here I am saying, oh, it's, it's nominated. Nominated for three Emmys. And Tony's like, huh, I haven't seen it yet. See, this is, I, I, you know what I'm thinking now? I'm thinking this is your thing with me. Because I, we've been hanging out a lot over, over the past week, and I know another movie that you really enjoyed was Clerks. Uh, oh, yeah. Clerks, a classic. Clerks 2. A Clerks uh, was a classic. Clerks was a classic. So they, they, were, they were building up, uh, making a big deal out of uh, the, the trailer for Clerks 3. Clerks 3 is coming out in the fall. They just released the, the trailer, and I've been saying for for days now hey tony have you have you seen the clerks 3 trailer uh, uh, no i'm busy yeah but i don't care ah oh. i don't i know i'll see clerks 3 when i see clerks 3 
I, I, I want to be excited by it. But the more I, like when it first came out, I was like, this is awesome. This is fantastic. And then the more I started thinking about it, the more I'm like, no, no, I, I like Kevin Smith. I want to see him do good work. Um, I don't want to see the same thing rehashed and rehashed and rehashed and rehashed. See, that's interesting because if you have any, if you're feeling nostalgic over a, a movie uh, that brings you back a little bit to your youth, I've seen people say, I'm just glad to see these characters again. I'm happy to see these characters again. Uh, you're saying you're not happy to see them if the, the movie is going to be subpar. Yeah, oh, if the movie's going to be subpar, I don't want to see, I don't see it at all. I watched uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Meh. <laughs> Meh. Which, which stinks. I mean, all that money, all that work, and I don't think it was a great story. I don't, I, I mean, to watch a whole movie so it could be a setup to something else, like that, that's two hours of my life I want, I want back. You could just set up to something else. I'll tell you, I'm torn. I, I did see the trailer, and it looks like it at least is an interesting story. It kind you of mean Clerks Three, yeah, for not, Clerks not Three, Doctor yeah, not, Strange in yeah, the Multiverse of Madness, right? Uh, the Clerks Three in the Multiverse of Madness, right? Uh, it kind of parallels some of the things that have happened to Kevin Smith and his real life uh, over the past several years. Uh, and uh, when I heard this movie was coming out, I thought to myself, "Oh, this is this going to be sad." Am, am I going to be sad seeing this? But I, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to go see it because, and only because, the new new kids, uh, uh, or the new kids, uh, I keep wanting to say new kids, the new Kids in the Hall series, I thought was going to be awful, and it is absolutely fantastic. So it gives me hope, because I thought that the Kids in the Hall reboot was going to be sad. It's fantastic. So maybe they're going to be able with some time uh, be able to bring out a, a Clerks three that will be uh, it will live up to the original Clerks. There's no way it's going to live up to the original Clerks. Oh. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Oh, but God bless Norm Macdonald. I'm right. happy that it was nominated for three Emmys. And I, will wa- I will watch it tonight. And it, it is a fantastic special that I believe if you're a Norm Macdonald fan, you need to see. We love lists here at Eat, Drink, Smoke, and we've gotten through an entire show without bringing up a list. Well, that has to change. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Fingers Malloy, along with Tony Katz, and we have been talking about inflation repeatedly uh, over the past, really, several months. Hundred million years. And, uh, you know, we... Uh, like to do uh you know the the news of the week and you know i am america's happy hour anchorman is that right yeah they call me johnny good news uh, who knew yeah uh so i thought i should bring up something uh as far as the story goes if you're looking to move if you're looking to retire cnbc came out with a list these are america's 10 most expensive states to live in as inflation keeps rising and the the inflation conversation first of all I'm sorry, I have a cold. So, like, my voice is, is just bloody well shot to hell. Um, the inflation conversation has uh, continues to take hold. You now have members of the Fed talking about a 1% increase in July, and inflation was 9.1% year over year, highest is since 1980. Um, and that's on, on everything, including food and, and is, it, is it housing, right? You take that out. And it was still a record number. So the core was also a record number. These are bad, bad things. 
because of the supply chain issues, we don't have enough goods, too much cash, not enough stuff. That's inflation. And it seems that the cash just keeps coming in and there isn't enough to buy to bring these numbers into equilibrium. And that's why the Fed, Federal Reserve, looks to raise interest rates as a way of trying equalizing things out. A full, another full point. It was three quarters of a point in June. They're looking at a full point in July. And what's happening is you're seeing the housing market cool. Um, and you're seeing companies, uh, you know, whether it's uh, companies that are looking to provide you a mortgage, they're starting to lay people off in a big way. Um, but, and while that may cool some spending, it still isn't going to have any impact on gas prices or the supply chain issues. So, you know, I, I know the Fed does what the Fed does in these situations and they want to raise rates. It may help, uh, you know, stop the, the, some of the prices from going up, you know, especially when it comes to real estate, but you have real issues when fuel prices are still anywhere from, you know, gas prices are anywhere from four and a half to $5 a gallon. And gosh, if you're in California, my goodness, seven, $8 a gallon. Yeah, It's weird to see people say, Ooh, gas is down to four seventy five a gallon. Isn't that great? Four seventy five a gallon is great. It's amazing how easily we get normalized yep. to, to these, to these things. Uh, four seventy five is not great. Four seventy five is a huge, huge, massive number. Two seventy five would be great. That would feel fantastic. Buck seventy five would be better. Absolutely. Uh, so you know, while these uh interest rate hikes uh, may have you know people spending, you'll have to spend more money to 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 buy a house because the, the interest rates up on your loan, credit card uh interest rates are going up. Uh, but you know it's still not going to solve a lot of these supply chain issues and of course the, the the fuel so we may still see inflation for quite a long time oh yeah oh 2023 into 2024 i don't think there's any debate there absolutely so the, the these states you know you, some of them you don't look to as thinking to yourself i would really like to go there to retire because most people you know we're based here in indianapolis you think i want to go into the warmer weather uh, when I retire. Right. You're going to retire Florida, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. Right. So some of these states right off the bat, Vermont uh, mm. is number number 10 on the list. Uh, home prices there uh, jumped 20% last year, according to the Federal Housing Finance Agency. Uh, demand uh, far outstripped supply as people who used to just visit Vermont decided to stay. All right. You like mountains. You like a little bit of skiing. You like a, you like your syrup. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Vermont it is I came for the mountains I stayed for the syrup Vermont Number nine, Rhode Island I mean, Nope, not true No, not true? Absolutely not true I'm saying that's not true You're saying it's not expensive to live in Rhode Island? I'm saying it's outrageously expensive to live in Rhode Island And there's no way that people retire there Your annual energy bill in Providence Is nearly twice what they were paying In Washington uh, Connecticut number eight. Nope. I'm, I'm starting to see a theme here. Nope. The, this idea that you ret- this is about where you should retire to. Mm-hmm. No. The Northeast. No, this this is the top ten most expensive states to live in oh. as inflation keeps rising. Oh God, I thought this was about retirement. Uh, oh yeah, that's that that all absolutely true. My mistake. Stay stay away from these states. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. Uh, I thought it was where you should go. No. Oh gosh, no. No, you 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 you'll pay sixty percent more for a loaf of bread in Delaware than you will in Kalamazoo, Michigan, according to CNBC. So, no, f- listen, forgive Tony. 
again, it's a cold. He, I don't use the here the word hero every day, but this tell man. Tell what I'm today, wearing. Tell him what I'm wearing, ladies and gentlemen. Let me paint a picture for you. Would you paint a picture? Usually, when I see Tony, and by the way, we aren't doing the show. Usually, we do it at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis. We're doing it on Tony's back deck because he's not feeling very well. Uh, it's a beautiful deck. Uh, nice weather we're having here in Indianapolis today. Uh, so Tony, I've never seen this before. First of all, he's wearing a ball cap. Yes, I am. And he was wearing it backwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. I go. Sometimes I like to go full over the top. <laughs> You know, I'd like yeah. to get my Sylvester Stallone in. Yeah. Now he's yeah. tugging his he's tugging his uh his his shirt sleeves. Shirt sleeves like he's giving me a sign to bunt. That was that was that. Yeah, you tugged your yeah, dude dude yeah, that and then he's tug he's tapping his left arm. Yeah, he's doing a whole signal there. Oh, oh the guy just uh, oh, he gave me a signal too just now uh that I can't share on there. But so yeah, so the, and he's wearing shorts. I've never seen this before. Yeah. He he is not feeling well lately. I'm a mess, guys. I am a, I am a, this is completely unlike my, uh, my persona. You know what else is a mess? The prices in Ver, or in Maryland, which is number seven on uh, the list. I used to live in Maryland. I used to live in Silver Spring, right outside of DC. Mm. And I wouldn't go back to Maryland either. Well, you'll pay 40% more for a steak in Bethesda, Maryland than you would in Tupelo, Mississippi. Yeah, but Bethesda is like one of the most exclusive spots. Chevy Chase, Bethesda, into Rockville. I mean, that's just absolutely spectacular living. It is. It is beautiful, beautiful stuff. Um, but uh, no. Alaska's number six on the list. Uh, is that just transportation costs? Uh, no, a lot of it's food. Uh, a head of lettuce in Juneau costs twice as much as it would in Yuma, Arizona. Why in the world? Well, first of all, they grow the lettuce in Yuma, so this is a nonsense statement. <laughs> And secondly, why would you eat a head of lettuce when you could just kill the whole moose? Well, you, you need- How much does moose cost in Yuma, Arizona? <laughs> well, you need roughage with your moose. That's what you think. That's what Ben Franklin said. Ben Franklin didn't know. Oregon, number five on the list. A two-bedroom apartment in Portland will set you back more than twice what a similar place would go for in Pittsburgh. And it's Portland, so it very well may just burn to the ground. Mm. I mean, that's just... Look, we're, we're not even getting political there. That's just that's just straight-up reality over the past two years, guys. It's been a rough, violent scene in Portland, Oregon. Number four, Massachusetts. Do I even need to nope. go Next. any further? <laughs> uh, number this is, this is what surprised me. It's only at number three, California. Really? Yep. Uh, a 2,400-square-foot home in San Francisco will cost around $1.4 million if you're lucky. And, I- and to remove all of the poop on the street, another one point two. It, it's I don't know how people do it, Tony. I, I don't know. I, I, how do you, if you're a middle-class person in San Francisco, how do you afford to live there? You don't. You just do not. New York, number two. That, I mean, that shouldn't be surprising. New York, number two. Is Hawaii number one? Hawaii is number one. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is to be in paradise. So I am smoking the Epic Maduro. And uh, at $9 a stick, it's something that I believe uh, should... It's in my humidor, Tony. Is it in your humidor? Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, Epic is in my humidor. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. Have been for a while. An absolute fan. And uh, from Taxman Brewing Company, uh, the coffee, vanilla qualified, Belgian-style quadruple ale. Coffee, vanilla, fantastic. Something All the things you, uh, you look for in a woman. That's so true. And all you... Th- uh, things you look for in a website 
It's eatdrinksmokeshow.com. You'll see all the reviews and get the book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader that you've always needed. You can find that over at amazon.com. Tony, feel better. I will. I will, guys. Love you, Boo Bear. Love you, Boo Bear. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Boo Bear. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash eatdrinksmoke, and Instagram, at eatdrinksmokepodcast. Podcast.